heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? On radio, digital radio, the app and streaming. RSN's Racing Pulse. Two in front of Lock Eagle. Then came Lion Draw winding up. Attractable just in front, but Lock Eagle goes to it. Lock Eagle draws level with Attractable, and Lock Eagle ran down Attractable. Freedom Rally trying hard. Look at Dream Hour down the outside, running home. Midnight and Tokos in front. Dream Hour down the outside. Late the insiders, Deer Trail, but Dream Hour out wide and stormed up and taken over. And Dream Hour straight break bound. Dream Hour by three. Second Midnight and Tokyo. Well, it was. No Group 1 victory on Saturday for Chris Lees, but it may well have been one of the best days he's had on a Saturday. He had five winners between Sydney and Queensland, three at Randwick, including Lock Eagle in the $2 million Ingham. And we just heard Dream Hour absolutely blow them away in the gateway, and it's great to catch up with Chris this morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Michael. How would you rate that Saturday for you? Oh, it's right up there. Yeah, obviously. Um didn't have huge expectations. We thought we had a couple of good chances and level chances across the board. But, um, yeah, it's pleasing when they all put their head down the line all one day. Pretty incredible when you win a $2 million race in December. Yeah, it's crazy times, isn't it? Yeah. Um, look, it's been a time-honoured event, which was once the Villiers, but mm. um, now it's got a wonderful new name in the Ingham, which is synonymous with racing, and um, to elevate the prize money to $2 million over the last couple of years, it's certainly an attractive option on the on the calendar. Gee, you've done a good job for the owners uh, of Lock Eagle since he's joined your stable. I mean, if you have a look at his last few runs, he, he was a winner at Randwick three starts ago, then ran second in the million-dollar gong, and he wins the $2 million Ingham. Yeah, just the right time of year for a horse like him. He's probably just below that better level, albeit now he has a ticket into a Doncaster, which we'll probably pursue down the track. But um, first things first, he'll, he'll head to the Gold Coast for the Magic Millions 1,400-metre race. What has been his improvement, do you think? Uh, look, he showed a bit from day one. Um, he was a nice horse all the way through. One of them colts who'd probably just lost his way a little, come back as a gelding. Even last preparation, he ran... Or sorry, in the yeah, in the autumn he ran second to Spangler in the provincial championship final. Um, them two horses, probably not a lot between them. And um, this preparation, he's probably since we reapplied the blinkers over his last three or four runs, he's just gone to another level. Well, that's the same which you could say for Dream Hour uh, because he's certainly gone to another level. That was a that was an arrogant win in the Gateway on Saturday. Did you see something like that coming? Um, he's, he's always a horse that's had a lot of ability. I think even early days you'll see his Victorian runs were, were very, very smart runs. Um, he was good first up. I possibly ran him a bit quick second up. He raced a touch flat, I thought. And we give him a tick over trial in between. And he didn't show a great deal on the trial, to be honest. So we, we applied a set of blinkers in his next track gallop and he re- reacted really well in them. Um, so we thought he'd run well, uh, ridden back, get to the outside and big track and you just need the right tempo which he got and yeah it was a it was a nice win and um that gives him a ticket into a straight break so a couple of um nice wins but they've probably to be fair you know got to go to a different level to get into them races well the, the interesting thing about this is um that ticket into the strad break is that able to be on sold now have, have yourself and australian bloodstock got maybe some wheeling and dealing and a decision to make 
Yeah, but I, I suppose when you've got a big syndicate of owners in the one horse, I'm not sure how that'll play mm. out. So I'd suggest um, that horse, should he be fit and well, he'd take his place, I'd suggest, at this stage. What else is on the agenda for him in the in the summer carnival in Queensland? No, he'll come back home. Um, he's eligible for the provincial championships in, in Sydney, so um, they're a nice progression of races. He still fits the category to, to run in them with a was $750,000 final in, in April, so that's the way we'll head with him before he possibly gets back up to Brisbane. Uh, your Queensland stable's been going really well of late. Have you got a two-year-old that you think can stand up for the, the millions? Um, I've got a nice filly in today. I don't think she can win today. Looks probably just a, a, a little sharp for her, but um, she's a nice justified filly who in time I think will make the grade. Doubt, don't know that she'll make the millions, but we'll see. First time out. That's Justice Please. Uh, Dylan Gibbons is uh, on board as well. How many two-year-olds would you would you have this year, Chris, coming through the ranks? Oh, we've probably got about 50 on the books, Michael. Um, haven't put a lot of pressure on them so far. We had a few trials, but um, looking forward to the next 12 months with them. Yeah, I was going to say, is it too early, or, or do you think you've got one or two really nice ones uh, amongst those? Uh, a bit early for me. I'm not, not renowned for getting them up and going too early, but um, trial a few today that um, look likely customers have got a few going to the trials Friday while it'll trial nice. Uh, is there any more internationals on the horizon from Australian Bloodstock joining the team as well? Yeah, I've got a, uh, four or five coming. Um, I think they're just about to arrive or just, just going into quarantine now. So they, they were very active at the most recent Pat sale. Mm. So looking forward to their arrival. Do you keep across that? Do you have any input or do you just leave it up to those guys and then say um, thank you very much when they arrive? Uh, I leave it up to them. They know what they're doing. I stay in my lane. They stay in theirs. Uh, very good. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, give us one or two that we can look forward to over the summer. Um, geez, you put me on the spot a little there, but um, I think um, I think Kinlock's coming up nicely. Yep. I think acquit- acquitted one well the other day in Brisbane. He'll head to the Burnborough. Uh, Saturday week, um, so I think he can stay in in that type of form off his uh, strong win up there recently. Um, they're probably two that stand out. And I got a um, what else have I got? I got a horse called All the Bent resuming on Saturday, and okay. um, I think he'll have a, a nice preparation. All right, very good. I should ask you about your three-year-old uh, Magic Millions runner today, the hell of a dancer who's first up. Well, she's a four-year-old, three and four-year-olds. What are your expectations today? Um, I think she'll run well with improvement. She'll then head to a Class 4 Magic Millions race uh, on the 6th at the Gold Coast. All right, and uh, I see you've got a couple in on, on Friday night. I think we've covered most of them. So, uh, Chris, appreciate your time, mate. Good luck over the next uh, week or so. Good on you, Michael. My pleasure. Chris uh, Chris Lee's joining us there. So uh, mark a couple of those ones down uh, that he likes over the, the coming week because the stable's been going absolutely fabulous.